Welcome to the Profitable Accountant Podcast. I'm your host, Reza Huda, practice owner, coach, and mentor to accounting firm owners. In this podcast, I share practical strategies to get new clients, charge higher prices, and build a profitable accounting firm that you're proud of. From time to time, I also interview other accountants doing incredible things so you can learn what's working and take tangible takeaways to implement. Make sure you press the follow button on your podcast player so you get notified when I release a new episode. Now, on to today's session. Before we start, I just wanted to warn you that the audio quality for this particular session is not as good as previous ones. I apologize in advance because uh, I didn't have my headset plugged in. So big schoolboy error from me. I apologize that the quality isn't that great. Now, I could have recorded it, but I said some really good things, even if I say so myself. Um, that was some absolute gems. So I'm not sure whether I would have been able to completely replicate exactly what I said if I had gone to re-record it again. So I'm going to take a punt and let you listen to it anyway. And hopefully you'll be able to bear with the uh, the poorer uh, or the, yeah, compared to normal sound quality. We've tried to get rid of some of the background noise as much as possible, but I know it's still going to be a bit annoying for you. So I apologize in advance, but if you just bear with it, I think it gets better near the end. Um, but the actual content created in it is highly valuable and could be gold for you. So uh, do try and bear with it to listen to the end. And I promise you it will be worth it. All right. Well, without much further ado, let's get into today's session. Thank you. Hello, hello. Hope you're well and I've had a good start to the day. So I'm just on my way back from the last QuickBooks Get Connected event that I've been speaking at over the course of the last month or so. The last one today was in Brighton. I'm recording this on a Thursday, Thursday afternoon now, just driving back. And the subject of my talk, went to be the same, right, ready for all the QuickBooks events, uh, was how to win more clients, get higher prices and free up time. No surprise that it was another sellout crowd today <laughs> uh, in the in the hall. So very fortunate for that to happen. Good to meet some members of the pack there as well, and go to a place that uh, I don't think I've been to Brighton before. Even though I was born just down the road in Worthing, in the Shoreham Hospital, Shoreham by Sea Hospital. Although I moved out Worthing when I was a couple of years old, so I have no recollection of the place whatsoever. But uh, apart from that, no Brighton, didn't really get a chance to see Brighton, kind of in and out uh, after my talk, had a bit of a bite to eat with, um, mingled with a few people until the next session, and then I made a quick exit. But it was good to uh, good to see some members there as well. So today's podcast episode is going to be on the three things that you need to be spending most of your time on as the owner, as the practice owner, as the founder, as the principal, as whatever you call yourself in your practice. You are ultimately the entrepreneur. You are the business owner. So what you're going to be doing is spending more of your time in owner mode rather than operator mode. You've heard these terms before, owner versus operator. You've heard terms like technician versus you know, working in the business as opposed to being the entrepreneur who is responsible for building a business that can run independently without you. That is the goal that we should be striving for. And to do that, 
we need to only do the things that only we can do. And I came across this concept, I think, or I just um, came up with it, or thought about it, and actually realized that what we need to be doing, it was, oh, I was in the course of one of my conversations with a mastermind member in a one-to-one session, in a coaching session, where it was about, right, he's got his practice now nearly to a point where it can operate independently without him. He's only got one little piece of the puzzle left in terms of someone to manage the more technical uh, one-off high-value type projects. But if that was sorted, then he has got a, a practice, amazingly, that can operate independently without him. And he's undergone a lot of change and invested a lot in doing the right things to move away from operator mode and move into owner mode. So whether you want to call it owner versus operator, maker versus manager, you know, we are the, you as the entrepreneur, you are the, you are, you don't think, you may not think you are creative, but you absolutely are. You may not think you are brave, but you absolutely are. You have the guts and took the risk of setting up your own practice, whether that's setting up from scratch, whether that's buying an existing practice, you did that. And that's not like many of your peers who are still employed jobs who aren't comfortable, don't have the courage, don't have the guts, the confidence to do that, you did. So absolutely, you because you took this first step, you can absolutely build that business that you want to, that gives you the time and financial freedom that you absolutely deserve. And boy, do you deserve it. And you can get it. You just need, you need the confidence that it's possible. And hopefully by listening to me and getting inspiration and motivation, that that gives you the confidence that it's possible by hearing me talk about my journey and how I got to a practice that can run without me, plus also sharing stories of other accountants who are in the pack. We share these stories all the time and I share examples of other practice owners just like you who have got amazing results coming from the same challenges that you're facing in terms of not being able to charge as much or not being able to grow your practice or not being able to recruit the right people to build that team. These are all possible to overcome. You just need to be able to invest in yourself, invest in your self-development, go and learn from someone that's already been there and done it so you don't have to go through the same scars that they have done and waste time and money doing the wrong things. Just learn from them, start to implement what you're hearing and you will get results with the same journey I went on, the same journey that we all go on to find our way ultimately. But today, I want to talk about the three things that you you need to be doing. If you're not doing just these three things, you need to see how you can get rid of, delegate, outsource the stuff that is clogging up your ability to focus on these three areas. And they are as follows. Hiring, selling, creating. Hiring, yep, that's kind of your responsibility and as much as you don't have a big enough practice to recruit somebody to do your recruitment for you, you are responsible for hiring. You absolutely want to get pay players in in order to be able to manage the fort with the systems that you put in place. The second one is building systems. Ultimately, that is your responsibility, particularly at the beginning, to put the right systems in place. We've talked about that before in previous episodes. I've talked about the three core areas of your practice and how to systemize your firm into three areas, in the brains, the factory, and the office. Go and check out those if you want to hear more about which systems you need to implement in your practice in order for your team to come and operate the systems that you put in. That's ultimately how you get a business to work independently is by building systems and then getting people to run the systems. You don't need to have extraordinary people to have a great business. You can have ordinary people, but amazing systems that will result in extraordinary results. And the last one is creating. That's creating content. 
creating content in order to be able to build that system that will generate you inquiries with autopilot that will get you work without having to go out and find work every time that you want to grow or scale. You're building that system on autopilot again, which is highly valuable. Now, the one thing that all these three things have in common is that they are all what I would call investing activities. What I mean by that is that in each of those, what you are doing is you're building an asset. And you know, with your accountant brain, you basically want to be operating on your balance sheet. And by operating in these three areas, hiring, selling, and creating, what you're doing is that you are building assets in your business. When you're hiring, you're building the intellectual asset in the form of your people. You're building your people because your people are going to generate you a return. So all of these activities are essentially you undertaking investment activities. We don't operate in PL where the work that we do, you know, we're just working in bookkeeping and accounts. That will come in today and gone tomorrow. There's no there's no real asset that's being generated if you're doing technical work. But when you're focused on these three areas, hiring, selling, creating content, working on your balance sheet, you're creating those intangible assets. So the first one is obviously building that team, which ultimately is going to give you a return into the future. You're building the right team today, which is going to generate you profit, not just now, but in years to come. You're cultivating that team, you're building the right culture, you're nurturing that team, you're coaching your individuals to be able to generate the output and service clients to the standard that you would. Investing in building a team and attracting the best talent, retaining your high performers, maximizing everyone's potential, that is absolutely something that you ought to be doing, spending your time on. Well, that's critical in building your team, building that culture, building that cohesiveness, understanding what makes your people tick. I've done episodes before, everything to do with the people pillar in terms of how do you attract the best talent, how do you obtain your high performance. And it's all about getting people understanding each of your individuals, understanding that everyone has strengths and weaknesses, understanding the zones of genius of your individuals so you can get the right people on the bus and the right people in the right seats to be able to ultimately work in their zone of genius so they feel engaged, empowered, motivated in the work that they are doing towards that common cause that you set out as the leader in your business. So hiring was the first one. Selling is the other one. Absolutely. You know, whilst at the moment you're probably the only person who's doing the selling your business, if you have managed to coach other individuals, train other individuals in your team that can do have sales conversations, that's fantastic. I've been talking about how I've done that with members of my team, how now they are taking the sales calls and I'm helping and coaching them. We're looking through previous recordings of Zoom meetings and I'm coaching them on how to improve their process in terms of how to have those value conversations. All these things can be taught. If you're not quite familiar yet, if you're not just if you're winning your sales meetings at the moment, you don't have really a process to follow, everything can be systemized. Everything can have a framework and a process to follow. We shouldn't think so much of ourselves that only we can do such a thing. Absolutely not. You've learned it for somewhere. If you haven't learned it, then there is a place to learn it. This is, I teach sales training in my, uh, in my community where I have a training course that's targeted on just teaching you how to a build a system that ensures your 
filtering out prospects before they even jump on a call with you, and then B, how to run that sales conversation in order to position yourself as the only solution and in order to be able to get a maximum price for the service that you offer. And then how to deal with objections off the back of that, whether you should follow up, whether you shouldn't follow up, is all contained within the sales training masterclass of the pack members library for a member and you're listening and you didn't know that was there go and check it out sales training masterclass it's called i've got a breakdown of every single stage that you should follow and i learned this stuff i learned this stuff from the best minds on the planet when it comes to sales i learned from them people like victor antonio which you can have on youtube and others in the space i subi and even danlock has been crazy but you know i learned tips from them and i incorporated stuff that they were saying that was relevant to us in the way that we sell in the types of clients that we have you know we're not selling products we're not selling software we are selling a relationship so i tweaked everything that i learned and put it into a process that works for prospects of an accounting firm clients that you have clients that i have that enables us to have a value conversation that takes them from a position where they don't know us to liking us and positioning ourselves as the solution so they trust us enough to be able to want to work with us going forward. So it's all laid out in the sales training masterclass. So that's the second thing you should be doing. And if you are doing fantastic, yep, absolutely hone your sales skills and train your team on sales skills and pricing in order to be able to convert those prospects into high paying customers. And lastly, content, creating content. Again, this is another balance sheet activity. It's another activity where you're building an asset. Just think, the stuff that you're doing, do an audit of your day. This is the only time I'm allowing you to do a timesheet when you're doing it for the purpose of figuring out where your own time goes and what activities in your day you could get rid of, that you could delegate, that you could automate, that you could systemize. I did a podcast episode on this as well. But that's really important, is if you do find yourself that you're working in the business, you're working on the technical side of things, that's when you need to do an audit of your time and find a way of there's so many options now in terms of you know hiring people outsourcing offshoring at systemizing automating using the tools that we have and i have all these resources that i provide in my pack members library as well that i have done over the years to systemize things like our, our marketing system our call booking system our filtering time waster system using tools like calendly i've spoken about that before and then delegating and how to delegate and what to delegate. I've talked about how I literally delegate virtually everything that I have to do. If I don't like doing something, I will delegate it. If I, if there is something that somebody else could do with a written process from me, I will delegate it. I will basically delegate anything that I don't have to do. So I can focus only on the stuff that I can do and nobody else can do. Only the high leverage stuff, the creating asset type stuff. So that my work is not it's not a, uh, it doesn't get exhausted and it doesn't disappear when I've spent time on it. So I spent a lot of time in my coaching business actually building assets like uh, like the, the uh, marketing system that I have in the coaching business in terms of the marketing funnel I've set up there, the system, the organic social content, the ads, the email nurture sequence, so that I can have members coming in to the pack on an autopilot basis without me having to do a launch or a webinar every time I want to increase the number of members in the community. So all these things have been done because I've spent my time learning about marketing. You know, I've literally invested all my, a lot of time learning about it from the best minds on the planet. I've done courses, I've paid for coaches, and I've taken all of that and 
implemented in my both in my practice and in my coaching business to build assets that generate me a return so that I am not required to exchange time for money. That's the last thing that we want to be doing is exchanging our time for money. If we can build assets that will generate a return from us, then we can truly say we are entrepreneurs, we are business owners, we're not the operators, we actually have a business that can generate a return independently of our involvement. So creating content is was the last of the three in terms of asset, uh, building an asset that will generate an income, a return for you in the future. And I know you're probably skeptical, you're probably not uh, comfortable getting onto video or doing content, but anything that require anything that uh, requires you to grow means that you're going to get out of your comfort zone. Anything that you feel that is difficult is absolutely the stuff that you should be doing. You need to challenge yourself. At the end of the day, what's the worst that could happen? Initially, people aren't really going to review your content anyway. So you may as well get the first 20, 30 videos out of the way before you know people start actually watching them. And by that time, you'll get good. You don't need to be great to start, but to be start. But to be great, you've got to start. Okay? So you start. I mean, videos will absolutely transform your ability to generate inquiries whilst you sleep. Because you're now getting out to a a larger audience, those assets will sit, those videos will become digital assets. And not just video, you know, if you're not quite comfortable doing video, then you could do a, a podcast, for example, or you could create an ebook, create blogs. But nowadays, because it's the barrier of entry of creating blogs is so low, and now with things like ChatGPT and auto-blogging tools, people are creating so much content. Yes, there are some lots of accountants out there that are still not even doing that. So the bare minimum, yes, absolutely, start to generate some blog content. Use tools like ChatGPT to help you along the way, do your keyword research for you, generate that specific blog content targeted at your specific audience, answering the questions in their head, tackling their main challenges, and really understanding them at a deeper level, answer your prospects' questions, so that you have, are leading with value. When people check you out online, they see that they, they can position you as the solution to their problem. And that's what it's all about, remember, that people aren't going to take action to move accountants unless they're in some sort of pain. So you need to get better at understanding what is the problem that's causing them that pain, and how can I come up well, how can it be seen as the solution to their problem? One of the ways of doing that is by creating content, answering the typical questions that your prospects raise and getting inside the head of your prospects in terms of what questions are they asking? What do they want? What challenges are they facing with their current accountant, with their business, with the fact of you know understanding the tax legislation, depending on what niche that you're in? The more you understand what's going on in your prospects' minds and create content that meets the needs of that, the easier you will find it to get inquiries and get and stand out actually to these clients. So you get your content gets noticed, your content gets clicked on and ultimately generates inquiries that lead to you without you having to go out and ask for it. So creating content, I can't emphasize that enough. You haven't missed the bandwagon. It's still early days. More and more people are creating video content. And I see there are some accountants that I've seen have propped up from nowhere. There's an individual that I'm getting on the podcast in a couple of months' time. It turned out 
I'd never heard of him, but I looked at his Insta profile and he's got over 50 odd thousand followers. He's doing pretty much a real a day. The guy's only 23 years old and in a couple of years he's built a nearly million pound business. That is the power of content these days. And it, it's not only open to people who are comfortable getting on camera. None of us are comfortable getting on camera when we start off with. But it's one of these skills that if you're truly, it depends on how badly you want it. How badly do you want to grow your firm? How badly do you want to earn the income that you want to earn? How badly do you want to build a firm that's going to make you and your family proud? And then it's about prioritizing. If you want it so badly, then you should be willing to do what it takes in order to be able to get those results. And this is part and parcel of that. It's about getting clear on who, getting clear on who you're going to serve, and then building out the content that addresses the challenges and problems of your audience. Not rocket science. You can absolutely do this. You just need to start. And the content creation is one of those things. It's part and parcel of it's one aspect of what I teach in the power positioning course. Again, if you're not already in the pack, this is the kind of stuff you'll have access to. So if you're finding this useful, and if this is firing you up and making you feel that, yes, I absolutely need to do this, but I don't know where to start. I'm not sure what to create content on. I'm not sure where to start in terms of my strategy and which niche to go after and how I'll go about choosing my niche and how to put my website together. I give you all of this in the pack. I give you access to my power positioning course, which is my flagship course, where I went through exactly what I was doing in real time as I was setting up capture accounting. Remember, that was a marketing test. It was a way of me saying to my members at the time that I'm not just going to teach you about marketing. I'm actually going to do it with you. I am going to create a brand new firm with a new name, a new niche, a new logo, a new website, a new lead magnet, new blogs, new everything, new referral system, and I'll share it with you in real time. And the promise of the course was zero to 100 in 12 months. If we hadn't got there, it would have been serious egg on my face. Thankfully, we got there in time. So you get access to all of that when you join the pack and get direction. Ultimately, it's about getting direction. It's a shortcut. You can figure these things out and you can take what I'm saying on the podcast. I've talked about some of these things before in the podcast, which is why I say that my podcast is the second best content I put out there after the content that I deliver in my pack, in the pack, which is the Profitable Accountants Community. Because I do talk about these things, but in the pack, you get it in an ordered way. You get it, it's, it's sequential, it's my 90-minute deep dive sessions. There was seven of them, or eight of them, in the Power Positioning course, together with the resources, which are really valuable, which help you to implement fast. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. You can go away and use the frameworks, like the website framework I provide, so you don't have to spend time on figuring out what do I write on the website, how do I appeal to my right audience. You can just take the frameworks that I create where I give you sample wording and let you use stuff that I have created. I'm not fussed about copyright. I give my e-books away as well that you can copy and paste. So you get things like that in my email sequences. You're able to copy and paste those as well. My blog content, the sales scripts, the pricing systems, all these things. So you don't have to create your own and have to work, don't have to waste time and money doing the wrong things. They get given to you on a plate with direction on how to use them. And then live access to me in monthly sessions where you can ask me any question that you like. And also in the WhatsApp group where you get to connect with me, ask me questions, and also ask questions of your peers as well. Together with meeting them 
on, on a weekly basis in regular lunch and learn sessions. So you can network and find out what's working, what's not working, share best practice, share ideas, and ultimately help you to get to where you want to a lot faster. One sec, I just wanted to talk about the accounts and tax preparation software we use. We moved to TaxCalc a few years ago from one of the big players, predominantly due to the huge cost saving. The difference was massive, saving us over £7,000 a year. But aside from that, it's actually a really good product. My team tell me that it's really intuitive, simple to use, and the transition to move to it was painless. TaxCalc is also the most popular choice for accountants in the pack and members of my Facebook group. So if you're looking for accounts, tax production, and practice management software that does everything you need it to without costing a fortune, check out TaxCalc. There's a link in the show notes to learn more. Now, back to today's pod. So as a recap, what have we covered today? We've covered the three things that you ought to be doing, spending most of your time on. These are the 20% results, 20% efforts that are going to give you those 80% results. And what were they? Do you remember? Hiring, selling, creating, creating content. These three things. Ultimately, anything that involves you building out an intangible asset is the stuff that you should be focusing most of your time on. So 80% of your time should go into these activities because it's these activities that are going to give you those exponential results. Remember, these are the activities that are going to last longer than the time that you spent actually doing them. The hiring, building the team, the selling, getting a client on board, which will ultimately then generate a an annuity return for you based on a lifetime value of clients staying with us for years and years and years. Absolutely, that's an activity which you should be doing, getting better at, honing your own sales skills as well to become better at getting prospects to say yes and ultimately getting saying yes at higher prices. It's fine if they're all saying yes, but if you're if your price is less than the last accountant or not very much, then anybody can do that. You know, But actually, there is a skill. There is a skill to learn when it comes to sales in order to be able to position, increase your perceived value so much that with the price that you give, the prospect says yes, even though it's double, triple, quadruple what they might be paying. And we had that exact situation the other week. I put in a LinkedIn post last week. Go and check it out if you haven't already, where we got an email from a prospect who wrote to us and says, your fee was triple stroke quadruple what I'm paying my current accountant, but the value you provide justifies the difference. Value lies in the eye of the holder. If you can truly understand how you can increase the value of your offering, the perceived value of your offering, and you mention things like the specialism, the fact that we're going to save him time, the understanding his sector in dealing with clients like him, these were all the things that helped to increase the perceived value of our offering in his mind and ultimately get him to pay a price which was nearly quadruple what he was already paying. This stuff is absolutely possible. You can do this too. And if you haven't already, come aboard and join the pack. What are you waiting for? We'd love to welcome you in. If you are already, then hopefully this has given you a reminder of some of the things that you ought to be doing. And uh, hopefully you are spending some or more of your time in these three areas as the owner. Okay, I think we'll pen off there. Leave the arrived hope. So if you've got value from that, and as always, if you haven't already, do give us a great review on the podcast. It would mean so much to me. We'd really appreciate it. And reach out to me on LinkedIn. Tell me how you found this episode. If you found it useful, what were your one big takeaway was, so that uh, we can share it. And uh, yeah, or if you if you do a post on LinkedIn. 
to spread the word of this podcast because if you're getting value from it and you want to share that love, share the value with other accountants, then that would be really useful, really helpful for me as well in terms of spreading the news of this podcast so I can do more of it and invest more of my time into doing them for you. Otherwise, take care, have a great rest of the weekend, and I'll catch up with you very soon. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. If you want to spend more time together, get access to me personally for your questions, access to resources and training that will help you to shortcut your progress together with being part of an incredible community of accountants or helping each other, then come and join the pack, the Profitable Accountants Community. There's a hundred plus accountants that I mentor and they help each other to get results faster than trying to do it alone. Go to reshooter.com forward slash mentoring to learn more or message me directly on LinkedIn. Take care.